Hello there. I'm Pratna and you're listening to Rebel with a Purpose. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about sexual health, which is something so different from my other topics. But I have a very special guest today. Her name is Jaya Jaiswal and she's a relationship coach and a sex expert. So I can't wait to dive in and learn more about this topic. And I can't wait for you to listen and learn more about your sexual health. Also, if you're listening to my podcast, please do subscribe to it. This will help me grow my podcast even more and get on more guests on this podcast to help and provide more value to you. Hi, Jaya. How are you? I am good. And how are you? I'm good too. And I'm really excited to have you on my episode today and talk about sexual health, which is a topic I haven't actually spoken a lot about on my podcast, Rebel with a Purpose. So this is something that I'm really glad to get in as one of the other topics. Um, so thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me here, Patna. So just for our listeners... Wonderful being here. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. But just for our listeners, just for them to get more of an idea of our conversation and of who you are, could you give them a little introduction of who you are and what you do? Yeah. So I am a counselor by profession and a relationship coach and a sexuality educator as well. So I have educated more than 700 plus people through like I take online consultation only because I have been traveling so that's why I don't take offline sessions it's most of the time it's online and uh, my clients are globally related to like teenage uh, concerns or it it's like young adults having concerns around sexual health or things which they don't have a clear concept about their body image anything related to their sexual health their mental health everything okay that sounds really good that sounds awesome how long have you been doing this for it's almost eight to ten years now. Oh wow! Okay, and what inspired you to start? Like, like I was into counseling myself. I have been through a lot, so I was into counseling. And later on, uh, while I was having rough time, uh, so I used to go to a lot of uh, counseling sessions, and it really helped me. And uh, it was I started with parenting first, so because I was in that phase, and now I. At the, at the, like sometimes we don't we are not told how to parent like the kid doesn't come with a use of manual so we don't know we all have to learn it so this was the phase and that was the time I was learning several things and I came across this counselor because there was too much on me to unless I am in the right mental space I won't be able to like bring up a healthy mental like with a child with a healthy mentality and all that so I was into counseling so later on I realized that it it is something which I need to spread awareness around so I that is how I started like learning counseling and since uh, I got my like my teenagers then like during pre-teens my kids started asking me questions around sexuality like uh, where do I come from and uh, many things related to what is this or some uncomfortable, awkward questions, which obviously I wanted to answer them, but I myself had no answer. Like how much to tell, will it be too much for them to take in or it is before time. So there are several things that goes in our mind, right? So that is why I didn't have any clarity around how much should they know. But definitely I didn't want it to give them those wrong answers, which I used to get during my growing up days. So I was very precise with that, that... I really want to give them the right answer, whatever they are asking, like, where do I come from? So it's most of the time the parents say, uh, you come from hospital or God gave you and one night someone gave you <laughs> this and that. There are always made up answers for that. So I never wanted for them to have such weird answers, definitely. But still, I had no idea, like, what do I tell them? 
Yeah. So it was a journey from there where I started to sex educate myself just to answer my kids. It was as simple as that. It was not that I was coming it professionally, like uh, talking about it or professionally using it. But it was it started with uh, like uh, telling my kids what is right, what is wrong, how to do it, how not to, what is okay, what is not okay. So I tried to reach out to many of the uh, like gynecologists also, like even the gynecologists and the doctors were not very open to talk about all these things. It's like they are prescribing medicines, whatever concerns you have, you tell me. And I'll just write it down. And they were not open to talk about genitals, like uh, pubes, okay. Like, should we keep pubes? This is a very basic question, which every growing up teenagers asks. Like, yeah. my daughter used to always ask, like, uh, where do I bleed from? Hmm. Where is that part? So these were the things which I personally was also very uncomfortable and awkward in those times even though I know it but still I don't know how to put it yeah so these were the things which I wanted to know through a gynac but still I uh, didn't get a lot help from them so I started researching on my own and reading a lot of books later I came to know that there is something called sex education so yeah. they teach all this about about body about genitals about the anatomy and every reproduction having sex safer sex and contraceptives then it was it's a huge subject actually yeah so it starts from birth till death it covers everything around that yeah so that is how i started and and uh, i during covid times uh, my daughter and her friends used to reach out to me for like help because my my daughter was quite open with me she's in a hostel so even she had many friends who were like no i want like without knowing her but they were used they used to contact me and they were used to message me about what is masturbation and is it okay to do or this is the right way or not should i do or not how much is too much just minute little questions but still children need clarity on those these are very minute things but still if you don't get a right answer the whole life feels like um a bubble around that yeah yeah so you need to have clarity over that so this is how my daughter's friends died uh, reaching out to me and they said no you need to like uh, spread awareness around this and more and more people need it that is how my insta page like i came on instagram so i had no idea how it works and everything but it's they all helped out and making videos and if you see my earlier video it was so nervous <laughs> even like making videos and all was so uncomfortable like taking one-to-one -one sessions and like talking to someone who whom you know was quite uh Okay, but coming out publicly was a very awkward in the beginning. Like, obviously, yeah. publicly opening up and talking about sex, like, obviously, your friends and relatives, you, it's not a, it's not very uh, good sign for them. Like, maybe because they feel also uncomfortable and they, they don't, definitely they don't like it. Yeah, I know because of the whole stigma around sexual education. And I'm really glad that at least your daughter's friends, you know, were like no, were comfortable enough to text you and ask you all these questions because I know so many of my friends like even having conversations sometimes it feels really uncomfortable even for us and it's just the whole stigma around sexual education and even like talking to my parents about it I still feel like it is a little awkward and I just want I want there to be a time where like it, talking about these very very normal things is not awkward anymore and is comfortable. And I do think that conversing about it and talking about it more and increased awareness and also of the fact that it's very okay to feel these things or to have these questions or to be curious. Yeah, these are quite normal things which everybody goes through. Yes. Yeah. Each, and, uh, each and every person goes through. 
and it's just that we are so skeptical about talking about it like maybe yeah. because we don't know how to talk about it or how much to talk but now people are these gen z's people are talking a lot about it yeah. so that's that's wonderful yeah it's awesome i actually have um, a friend of a friend her name is avanti nagral she was on my episode right before like my previous episode was with her so uh, she's an influencer from mumbai influencer and artist and she started a series where she talks about all these you know sex topics with her grandmom and she asks her grandmom for what her advice is on this so it just sh- shows like you know the generations and what our perception of intimacy sex or all these different topics under sex ed are and how her grandmom reacts to her so her series of that is doing really well because it's like it's out of the blue right like no one yeah does. obviously the parents are not comfortable and the grandparents are coming out <laughs> with this it's wonderful <laughs> yeah no but it's amazing so yeah she does this and she has this amazing series where she is increasing more awareness on sex um and sexual education so i know that there's a lot that we're unaware of when it comes to this and as you said it's a huge topic so tell me more of what do you think people are not very aware of or don't talk about enough when it comes to sexual education or sexual health topics and i'm sure it's a long list just give me a few things that are popping up in your mind that people are not very aware of like one thing which i basically feel is like parents need to talk to whenever whenever the term comes sex education the sex word is so much highlighted that everything just just vanishes yeah so that's the highlighted part and whenever we talk about uh, like educating a sex educating a child even i had approached schools and schools were like also very skeptical about how can we teach sex to our kids so i think the term sex ed needs to be shifted with something else <laughs> we need to figure that out and it was uh, basically what i feel is the parents what is sex ed like parents don't teach you what are the names of your genitals like it is a vulva it is a penis so mm-hmm. it is always like we tell that this is susu this is chuha this is something mm-hmm. every every nickname is given to that yeah and this is the biggest blunder because when you are not addressing something with the name even the child can recognize very early that this is something which we shouldn't be talking about yeah. it starts from there yeah that's true so when our mother gives bath to a child she can say like this is your stomach this is your back this is your butt and this is your penis but we generally don't do that hmm. and many times the parents even if they bathe they don't touch the like the genitals or clean the genitals it is so it it indirectly what it signifies is that what information the child is getting is that this is something not good this is something we shouldn't be talking about this is something shameful this is something bad hmm. and that is why and if you see all the cuss words are 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 all dirty words and cuss words are all around the genitals yeah that is why so much of shame and uh, uh, like here yeah, like taboo is around the genitals mm-hmm. so this is something very basic which every child should know and the earlier you start the better it is because they know this is how it is and the more lesser bias there will be when the child is young as they grow up there there are several things that the society is going to feed them up with yeah so it is better to bring up they bring them up like that so that they can say the words genital names vulva penis even like uh, uh, like adults at our age also we are not able to say penis and vulva so comfortably yeah right it's true yeah so when we came into this profession this was the first thing which uh, are you like we, this was the work we used to like 
uh, he was said say valva and it, he was like <laughs> say it loud this was some of the thing that i really changed the way we like used to speak about like it was uh, from the very beginning it's a something which a hush hush topic which is speak slowly and something mind like whispering way in that context so it was like that got it so the that is true i was actually thinking about how all cuss words are to do with our genitals most of them and it's also been such a hush hush from growing up so now when we grow up and we say it we feel like oh you know we're saying something that we've never been said we've never said before we haven't been comfortable saying before and now it's become a cuss word where it's actually just a body part and it's not supposed to be used as a cuss word um yeah so apart from one this- more thing uh, yeah. yeah and one more thing i would like to add is that parents often try like comment on a child's body parts this is a huge issue which people don't talk and this is where the body image issue comes in most of us I'm like all of us have been through this and like uh, uh, like you put this cream you'll become fair or you need to reduce weight because this is not the ideal weight or if someone is fat you fat shame them if someone is has a short height you shame them for that like people like parents themselves talk in such a way that the kids feel that this is something wrong in me if the if the kid if it is a short height he feels there's something wrong in me and even if the parents say these things like if your complexion is dark if you are short height you are not uh, like thin enough or you're not good looking even so these are the thing that stays with us for a lifetime because it's coming from our parents such a and 